Yeah, well. <clears throat> All righty. We are back with another week of Home Field Tailgate. Uh, week one is in the books. We had a, a lot of things went right that we gambled on, a lot of things that went wrong in my end. We're going we're gonna to get to it. We're going to get back to it here pretty soon, but we're excited y'all are back. Um, Addison, overall thoughts on week one? Like, what'd you think? Well, I had a fabulous weekend. I got to see Mr. Halima and Mr. Wilson over the weekend in Oxford. Thank y'all for mm-hmm. coming and visiting. Yep. Um, <clears throat> had a lot of fun stuff. Enjoyed the long weekend. Um, I drank four nights yep. in a row. First time in a very long time. Uh, can someone send me the YouTube live link? Yeah, I got you. Keep talking. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, my heart rate while I slept Saturday night was over 70 all night. What, what's uh, it normally? Just for like a baseline for people. While I sleep? Yeah. In the 40s and the 50s. Okay. It was in the 70s while I slept Saturday night and the Sunday morning. Um, yeah. I usually take about 15 breaths a minute while I sleep. Uh, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning, I took about 22 breaths a minute mm. while I slept. Um, if that tells y'all what I did Saturday night. <laughs> well, I, I left it all out in the field there too, this weekend. It was great seeing you, Addison. Um, Will, it's a pleasure as always, but yeah, it was fun being back in Oxford, back in the Grove, uh, watching the Rebels. It was awesome. Will, anything else to add? Nope. Y'all pretty much covered it. Great weekend <laughs> in Oxford. Good weekend at the lake. It was, uh. No complaints. Well, I know you're new, but this is everyone's favorite segment when we BS, play grab ass, and talk about our lives. People yeah. really enjoy it. So I need you to, to tell us a little bit more. What did was you your favorite part? Yeah. Did you go on any dates? Did you kiss any dogs? Did you watch oh. any football? Did you drink any bourbon? Not bourbon, but I had plenty of vodka. Smoke any cigarettes? We'll leave it. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> No comment. No comment. I'm I'm gonna be boring for a minute. Hey, that's okay. He'll warm up. It's okay. Baby steps for Will. I gotta get used to y'all. I know you I know you had a kiss over the weekend. Your dog? Yes. (laughs) 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 It counts. It does count. All right, y'all ready to get into some of these games? Let's get let's get into it. Or do you want to play grab ass some more? All right, Will, you're the Big Ten expert. Tell me about Ohio State and Notre Dame. Well, I didn't get to watch most of it because I was in Oxford. But um, from what I saw, it went exactly opposite how I thought. Like, obviously – you know, Notre Dame covering was the lock of my week. I was the only one to get it right. So, thank you. Thanks That's for being true. humble. That's not true. Your lock of the week was Tulsa. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant you were the only one to get that game right. No, lock of the yeah. week. Gotcha. I had the game right. I did not have my locks right. Mm. Yep, no, same. But, uh, no, uh, Notre Dame looked very impressive. Um, I But at the same time, it just – I'm just Ohio. Once again, it's just I'm not impressed with Ohio State. They just really, ever since that Michigan game, it just I don't know. That offense has not looked the same. 
Why does it always have to be about Michigan? Like, why can't it just be about the Ohio State Notre Dame game? Because Thomas, it's always about Michigan. That you should know that. Can I mute people? Do I have? Can I? Can I? Can I mute people? Um, I can make you a host, so you can mute. We're gonna start making this uh, like around the corner. I can just mute him. I can just mute Will. When Michigan gets brought up, I I just muted him. Will needs to be muted. I can. He's unmuted. I can unmute you. So it's okay. I mean, but Will's, um, Will's great aunt went to Michigan for a semester before flunking out. So now he is a Michigan fan. That's not. No, his dad had a layover in Detroit once, and that's why he's a Michigan fan. Uh, Y'all done? Come on. Well, that makes get, sense. Get the facts right. Um, no, Notre Dame looks good. Um, Marcus Freeman, I mean, he hasn't won a game as a head coach yet, but I think that the ceiling's higher there than it would be with the guy that's in Baton Rouge right now. We'll get there later. Really fun game. Uh, my favorite game of Saturday was probably – there were so many to choose from, but I think the one that had the most, like, wow to it was Utah versus Florida. Anthony Richardson is a phenomenal player and kind of carried uh, Florida over to a victory. Uh, Will said this time last week, again, we're going to toot Will's horn, uh, but he said that Florida was going to win. Uh, outright and they did so congratulations on another victory will i'm yeah. proud of you someone else really made fun of me for this pick pretty much called me incompetent or i can't remember the word with to go back and listen but huh i mean what the game went exactly how i thought it would it was going to be a close game utah's a good football team but they're good for pac-12 standards they can't play in the sec and I think we'll get into it later this week, but Florida is completely overvalued right now. They just yeah. – seeing that they jumped all the way to 12, but, I mean – and they have a tough game this week. I mean, it'll be interesting, that's for sure. But Anthony Richardson's a great quarterback. I just still have question marks all over that – the rest of the team, though. Yeah, overreaction Monday, the AP poll, AP voters, putting Florida that high after being unranked. They were a – Tight end not falling down and a linebacker not making a diving catch away from losing. Um, now, those teams did seem to be pretty even. Utah has been bad on the road historically going back yep. last year. Um, I think if that game was played in Utah, Utah would have won by 10 points. Um, so, I, I think Florida's definitely overvalued right now also. But they're a solid team. Billy Napier seems to be turning the ship around. Early. I like Billy Napier. I think he's going to do well there. Yeah. I agree. Next game we got, uh, Georgia-Oregon. Um, I don't know if there's much to say here other than I think everybody completely undervalued Georgia. Um, I think, yeah. I took we the all kind of had them that – Addison took the bait. I thought but. 17 and a half was too many. And, um, yeah, obviously it wasn't – Oregon didn't even score 17 points. I'm going to talk about this game in a minute. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Penn yeah. State versus Purdue. Um, I was really high in Purdue. This is kind of where I was wrong uh, in one of many ways this weekend, but I was very high in Purdue, picked them to win their side of the division of the Big Ten. Still can probably, but um, yeah, Penn State won by four points. The line was three and a half. That's really all I have to say about that. Purdue still has a very favorable schedule. Yeah. Set up mm-hmm. for them, so they're going to be fine. But uh, very entertaining game. Um, great move 
by the Big Ten for putting conference games week one. Um, those were some of the more fun games. So, Yeah, real quick, I did want to tell you all this. I forgot to mention it earlier. Ohio State-Notre Dame was the most watched game in college football history, TV audience, over 10 million viewers. Really? Wow. You can fact check me on that. It may have just been the most watched regular season game. I think it was just most watched, most, ugh, most watched for this week. I don't think that's the most of all time. No, I think it was the most watched ever. Uh, over 10 million TV viewers. We'll fact check them. Fact check me, please. Uh, Penn State talking Purdue had over three and a half million people watch. Mm. Michigan had 3.9 million watch. Nobody cares. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. For a Colorado State game, I think that's pretty good, Thomas. Um, yeah, you're right. Let's see. The big game of that Thursday night, though, was West Virginia Pitt. Um, just wow. I'm, I'm, conference realignment has brought so, brought us a lot of good things, but uh, one of the bad things is the uh, some of those rivalries going away, and we we really got to see that Thursday night. Um, man, you have to feel for that West Virginia receiver. Is that ball mm-hmm. right through his hands and into the pit? Um, defender for the pick six, but wow, what a game. Yep. Uh, Addison, real quick, it was the most watched game this last week, but it was the seventh most watched regular season game in the last five years of college football. So still top 10 is crazy. Probably what a lot of Michigan, Ohio State's up there. Uh, I'm not clicking on the link. It's not worth my time, (laughs) but um, yeah. Mute. Uh, West Virginia versus Pittsburgh, awesome game. So much fun. Um, yeah, the pick six was kind of insane at the end, but West Virginia, you know, tried to recover from it, couldn't really. Um, but agreeing with you, conference realignment's brought a lot of good things, but I'm sad that the backyard brawl hasn't been played every year because that was really fun to see. Oh, my God, that was awesome. West Virginia's fans took over the stadium. Um, yep. Oh, man, I feel bad for JT Daniels. He threw a perfect pass and his receiver dropped mm-hmm. the ball. Uh, God, I feel bad for him. That that sucks. West Virginia should have won this game. Um, it was exciting. It was super fun. Thursday night mm-hmm. set the bar really high. It was an awesome, awesome night of college football. Yeah. Uh, really, and that was consistent throughout, like, the entire weekend. Like, yeah. Sunday, LSU versus Florida State, and we're going to talk about that pretty soon, was one of the best games I've seen in a long time. And then Monday, while it was kind of boring, was a close game until the fourth quarter. So yeah. every single day there was a good game or multiple games. Well, it started at 11. It started at 11 a.m. Saturday with UNC and uh, Appalachian State. Yeah. Talk about a wild game. 40 points scored in the fourth quarter. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely insane. I mean, there was a, there was a onside kick return for a touchdown. Appalachian State missed two on uh, two-point conversion attempts in the fourth quarter alone. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. And they lost by two points. Yep. Also, the over-under of that game was, I think, 51 and a half, and both teams scored <laughs> more than 60. Yeah. Pretty crazy. But what about that, Uh, you know – Transitioning into uh, more craziness, LSU versus Florida State. Um, that was the most insane three-minute ending series I've, I've seen probably in my entire life. There was the muff punt and then the fumble on the one-yard line and then the whole, like, just how it ended was absolutely absurd. 
Um, what was y'all's take me through y'all's experience through that though? Like, what were y'all thinking? Any day LSU loses is a good day, especially when they find a way to lose in excruciating fashion. So that's my little bias take. But um, just kind of Florida State just kind of collapsed there at the end. They had that game in control pretty much the whole time. And then um, just some kind of poor um, clock management and stuff by Norvell at the end. Like, he, I don't know why he took that time out at the end to stop the clock because – LSU had time to drop their play and set up when they had to be on the field to snap it. Um, but they escaped just because of a, you know, kickers. We we can relate to that kickers. That's all you can say. Chelsea uh, Brian Kelly was it yesterday where he got on to the press conference or the the PR team being like, "Why are y'all late? Like y'all shouldn't be late." Did y'all see this? Yes. Yeah, I loved that. And then if, if you didn't see it and you're listening, uh, the one of the people responded with, well, when you start winning games, when, then we won't be late. And he, you know, didn't really know what to say from that. But no, it's crazy had, how – he barked back. He barked back immediately. Well, all he said was, well, like, this isn't about that. Like, don't be late. No, I don't think that said, was a really good response. He said winning – he said he said it doesn't have anything to do with winning. It has to do with uh, setting a standard for the program, which I think he's right. He's a good coach. He's been getting a lot of bad rap for all this, and I don't like him, but um, he built Notre Dame into what they are. Uh, no, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, Notre Dame was a consistent winner. Um, it's a hard place to win now. He's going He's going to win a national championship at LSU. It's just a matter of when, not if. It's hard to disagree with that. Every coach since Saban's won a national championship at LSU. If Ed Orgeron can win one. If Wes Miles can win one. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to talk more about uh, that in a second. And then my last opinion. game we'll talk about before we get into Ole Miss is uh, Cincinnati, Arkansas. Um, any thoughts on this game? Why don't you take it first, Will? <laughs> well, I, okay. Um, <laughs> KJ Jefferson had – Hell of a game. Um, some of our uh, friends aren't big fans of him, don't think he's a elite quarterback or whatnot. I don't think he's elite, but he's just proven again and again that he wins games and he's a good quarterback. Um, Cincinnati did lose a lot, but they're a very disciplined team, well-coached, big fan of Luke Fickle despite his background. But uh, – yeah, it was overall a great game. I don't have to <laughs> you want me to be honest? Is I didn't watch too much of this game, and I'm just going off the box sheet. So, um, well, Cincinnati, go ahead. Yeah, Mr. well, Cincinnati played really bad at quarterback until Arkansas had three defensive backs get hurt. Then Cincinnati threw the ball around a little bit. Arkansas controlled the game. Um, they should have won by a lot more. Score makes the game look a lot closer than it actually was. Arkansas dominated both lines of scrimmage for the most part, which we thought they would, um, and that was pretty much it. Arkansas was the better team on the field and should have won by more points. If Arkansas yeah. didn't have three defensive backs get hurt in the game, they probably would have won by more. Do you know, are they out for an extended amount of time or what's I it? don't know the extent of the injuries. I just know – Three three uh, starters went out and did not return. 
Alrighty. Uh, Ole Miss versus Troy at the University of Mississippi, breaking in a new quarterback for the first time in the program. He is now in the NFL. Um, so it was really interesting to kind of see not only the quarterback aspect, which everyone wants to talk about, but it's basically a brand new team. So many guys to the transfer portal, a new running back room, a freshman that has a lot of people excited. Um, defense looks great. It was it was fun to be back in Oxford, fun to be back in the Grove. Um, Addison, what are your initial thoughts on the team? Uh, offense was boring, very vanilla. Uh, they scored some points early. Ole Miss minus 14, first half, cash. <laughs> um, they didn't score in the second half. Um, I think they kind of packed it up and, and went home. Uh, defense looked very solid. Uh, Coleman looked like a stud on defense. Uh, quarterback play is underwhelming, but young quarterback, like you said, breaking in a new quarterback. I hope we get to see more of Altmaier this coming weekend. I think we will. Yeah. People are kind of overreacting a little bit. Um, they played very well. Like, that was a very good first half. Um, they were up 28-3 to against – Troy was picked third in the Sun Belt, I'm pretty sure. They're a good football team. They're very well coached. They're a good defensive team. Their offense was terrible. But um, that was some of the best open field tackling I've seen from an Ole Miss defense in a long time. They did not miss tackles. They uh, – just no complaints there. Like you, you mentioned, Kari Coleman, he played very well. Um Offensively, I think that's just something we have to get used to seeing. We're used to these big, exciting plays. Well, now we have a very good offensive line and an elite running back room. They're gonna they're gonna run the football more than they have in the previous years. So, I felt like Dart managed the game well. He had that one pick. Um, people also forget he all, he would have had like a fifty-five yard touchdown pass if JJ Henry didn't drop it. Um. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I he performed Again, to my expectation. I wasn't expecting that, to go out there be senior year Matt Corral. I mean, week one of reactions, like Ole Miss's four games to figure out if one of them is going to be the one of them will be the guy. Um, and they didn't really have to do much. It was Troy. It's not like Ole Miss was playing, you know, at the Chick Fil A like kickoff. They were playing at home versus the Sun Belt team. Like it wasn't a huge matchup. So. There is something to be said about a new quarterback not wanting to show too much of your playbook. So it was exactly what Ole Miss fans should expect for week one. Yep. All right. Addison, now your segment. You want to take it away? Segment. Every week, you, the listeners, uh, the loyal listeners, my followers on Twitter, the followers on Action Network, and my followers on Instagram, where I post most of my pics on my story. <laughs> Trust me with your gambling advice, and every week I will hold myself accountable to that <laughs> with the segment where I was right and where I was wrong. We were about 50-50 on the gambling. Uh, going into Monday night's game, I was up about four units. Um, one of Cold Blue talked me into putting – well, he didn't really talk me into it. He, he posted a, a pick in his – Action app, I got the notification, Clemson minus 14 first half. I was like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. I put all my – how much I was up on that first half bet, and I lost. So, I'm back at even to start week two. Um, 
where I was wrong and where I was terribly wrong in the game that hurt me the most. I was wrong on Wyoming. I thought that fade Wyoming. They were really bad. One of the worst teams in the United States of America and the world for that matter. Um, <laughs> they beat Tulsa in overtime. I was very wrong on that. I had a total of $120 on that game. 80 of it was free play. So we're fine on that front. Um, I thought that Tulsa would win that game because I just thought Wyoming was bad. So I was wrong on Wyoming. I apologize. I was wrong on Oregon. I thought Oregon would be better and give Georgia more of a what was, fight. What was your exact quote about Oregon? However much money you want to put on Oregon, double it, triple it, take out your life savings and put on Oregon. <laughs> I hope none of y'all did that. <laughs> that game was over after the first three possessions. That game was over before the teams took the field, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, or Georgia did reload completely. I thought them losing eight starters on the defense to the NFL would hurt them. It obviously did not. Bo Nix looked like he was playing 11 versus 40. Um, Georgia won, obviously, 49 to, like, nothing or three or whatever it was, um, covered by a wide, 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 wide margin. Um, Georgia, if I was ranking the top 25, if I was doing a voter, Georgia would be number one on my poll after the first week of football. So I was wrong there. Where I was right, and I didn't advertise this as much as I should have because I was a little hesitant on it, but I discussed it with people. I talked about it with y'all a little bit. LSU and Florida State. Everyone kept saying LSU's a lock. LSU's a lock. LSU's going to win. I kept saying, hold your damn horses. Pull back the reins. LSU is not a lock. Uh, Monday night, Sunday night in New Orleans. I thought I've I thought this is going to be a very close game. Florida State turned a corner last year, started playing better under Mike Norvell. He's kind of got his system implemented. Uh, some, he's, you know, he's got it going a little bit better down there in Tallahassee. LSU, now while I think Brian Kelly is going to be fine, a lot of people overreacting to him, I said, brand new, brand new players, heavy transfer roster. I do not think they're going to blow out Florida State like everyone thinks and win this game. Florida State won. LSU looked really bad, especially on special teams. I don't know what the hell is wrong with them. I wasn't right a lot this week, and I really didn't have much to choose from, so I'm going with that. That's it. And that's Addison's where I was white and where I was wrong. <laughs> Tune in next week to hear it again. Hopefully more right than wrong, but we'll see. If he listens to me, he'll be more right. But Well, I'll go ahead and transition into this week's games. <laughs> I hate, I hate all the games. I don't like anything. I've already bet on four games, but I don't like any of them. I might even hate them. This is a hard, 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 difficult week, I think. <laughs> um, there's one game I really like, and that's about it. There may be two games I really like. Yeah, um, we'll get into that in one second. Kind of yeah, to be, but, um, before uh, let's let's kind of talk about the AP top twenty-five. Um, there's not much to say about this. I'm just giving our guest time to come on. Um, but you know, Georgia got they went from three first place votes to about seventeen um, after week two. So fourteen people thought that they were the number one team in the country, and maybe that's fair. This year looks like a number one team in the country. Um, but as far as the top twenty-five goes, it doesn't really matter this early. 
Alabama and Georgia, the two best teams in the country. And then like what, three, three, nine, you can just rank however. See, I kind of disagree on that. Okay. I think there is, I think one through four are going to be locked in for pretty much the whole season. Okay. One and two are going to go 12 and 0. They're going to face each other in the SEC title game. And I feel like that those are locked. Ohio State and Michigan are probably both going to go 11 and 0. And obviously, one will knock each other out. Those are my four playoff teams. I think, yeah. obviously, I think Alabama, there's Alabama, Georgia, Gap, Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah. There's, there are two tiers that are in that upper group because after that, like, Clemson, A&M, like Oklahoma, they don't impress me. And I guess Notre Dame could play to that level. They played with Ohio State. But, um, no, but before we move on, the big thing with this was Florida. Like, they went yeah. from almost not receiving any votes to number 12 in the country. That is mm-hmm. unheard of. <laughs> it has to be one of the largest jumps. Um, but <clears> – <throat> Yeah, and then, of course, Oregon just completely fell out, deservedly so. You can't stay ranked when you lose by 46 points. No, you cannot. But that's pretty much all I had to say on that. Addison? Um, Everyone is – everyone sucks, but Alabama and Georgia. (laughs) Okay. All righty. Sweet. We can go ahead and start. Our guest is on his way. Um, first game of the week, we have Louisville. Uh, the line's actually five and a half now, but we'll just say six and a half for now. Uh, at UCF, the over-under, we have at 61 and a half. Uh, Will, we'll kind of let you go first. Louisville got shellacked by Syracuse last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked awful. I mean, they and didn't, it wasn't like a fluke. 31 to 7. No, I thought Louisville was, I, I, mean, I didn't think they'd be that bad. I thought they'd be a little bit more improved and that Satterfield would be able to stay another year. But I, UCF is going to win this game by multiple touchdowns. This, this is, is almost something I, I, I didn't do this as my lock of the week, but I almost did. I feel very confident that. John Rice Plumley is going to create and boo. spread the cards. Welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you. How are you doing? Hey, can y'all hear me? We can. Yeah. We can you hear can? you. Yes. We can and we're talking you. about Louisville plus five and a half at UCF this weekend. All right. Do you have any thoughts on that game? Yeah, I, uh, you in a deer stand? Where, where the hell? Are you? <laughs> like, what's going well, it's, on, it's, man? It's, it's I got a beautiful view of Old Canton Road behind me. Okay, I'm sitting in my All front right. my front living room. Are you still cutting grass? No, I'm not. Oh, good, good. Uh, yeah, I got UCF minus five and a half. Yep, I think Louisville kind of stinks. Louisville does stink. I have yeah, uh, UCF I mean, minus five and a half. Go ahead, Addison. I mean, it wasn't just like, a, you know, it wasn't a fluky beatdown from Syracuse to Louisville. I mean, it was a just – Louisville looked bad, really bad yeah. in all, in all uh, everywhere. Offense, defense, whatever, they looked bad. UCF looked really good. John Ross Plumley had over 400 yards of offense. Um, I love it. I love UCF. 
One of the few games. Yeah, I'll also, I love UCF minus five and a half. I also have a uh, a prop on that game. I don't know if I should say it now, but uh, yes, please. Plumley, this is on DraftKings. I don't know about everywhere else, but Plumley is a uh, get just one rushing touchdown is plus one ten. So that seems like a pretty good uh, value. Yeah. I like it. I like that. Yeah, UCF minus five and a half is uh, my lock of the week. I know it sucks that it's talking about, but I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I'm also over one for locks of the week, so you probably shouldn't listen to my advice. Will, are you putting our picks in the spreadsheet for us? Uh, no, but I can. Please, please keep up with that. Ooh, let's see. Where did I put it? All right, moving on. Alabama minus – this is also an awesome game. 11 a.m. has some great games this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we got so blessed. We get to wake up and watch awesome football Saturday morning. Alabama, number one Alabama on the road, a 20-point favorite at Texas. This is the third time in history Texas has hosted the number one team in the country. Um, that was Ohio State in 2006 and SMU, I believe, in 1952. That's a fun fact. How those turn out for them? I have no idea. Well, this one won't turn <laughs> out well for them. And I could be wrong on the dates also, but I know I know I have the teams correct. Well, regardless, this won't turn out well for them. No. It is going to be a bloodbath. And you could already kind of tell with Sark um, in his Monday press conference stuff, or it might have been Tuesday because of Labor Day, but uh, – he was already kind of saying um, beating Alabama doesn't uh, Alabama does not affect their goals of their season one way or the other. That they're playing for the Big Twelve championship and to get to Dallas, and it's like you're already saying that six, five days out. Yeah, I, mean, see, I don't think this. I don't think this should be a, a measuring stick game for Texas either. No, I don't no. think it should be. No. If if like Quinn Ewers does some cool stuff and they they cover or something, sure that's like a moral victory. Like, but it shouldn't be like a whole like this is like Texas is not going to be back because of this. Like, there's no way. Like, lose, and also lose respectably. Don't look like yeah. Oregon. That's the goal. So Saban yes. Saban was asked about like, are you scared that Sark's going to know your system and stuff? And he was like, no. And like y'all are acting like we don't know his system. Like he was here for multiple years. Like. It goes both ways. Like, we don't really think about that. I just kind of found that pretty interesting. But I if like it in minus 20. If you're Texas, you want to stay close to that 20-point line. If you stay close to that, it was a successful game for you. If Texas covers this game, then Bama's not nearly as good as we think they are. Texas isn't that good. Fair point. I like it. I, I What I would do, and I think Bama is as good as we think we are, what I would do is I would change the line and as high as you can go for Bama. Bama's okay. going to beat them by 30. It's not going to be close at all. An alternate line? I wonder what that yeah. would be. I, I got Bama minus 24. My, my Bama minus 24 plus 140. That's the best I, I can okay. find. But I like that a lot. Yeah. Bama's going to – like, it's going to be like 59 to 14. That sounds about right. Yeah. I love it. Now on to an old Big 12 rivalry. Oh, wait, one more thing on the like Bama, Bama game. by the way, to cover. I, Another yep. thing on the Bama game is uh, Bryce Young also, to if he rushes – Bryce Young rushes for a touchdown, plus 250. 
I don't know if I'm going to take that, but I thought that was interesting. It is interesting. I like that. I love a prop the, where you only have to get one of something and you can just yeah. forget about it the rest of the day. Bryce Young did not have a great game passing last week. Yeah, I mean, How much? he, he certainly had a lot of rushing yards. He had a lot of rushing yards. He certainly could rush for a touchdown against Texas. I mean, it, he might not need to because – He's going to be able to throw it at will. Their DBs, they think they're good at Texas, but they're not that good. All right. So, old Big 12 game. Well, Missouri still is a Big 12 school in SEC disguise, but um, Missouri is an eight-point dog at Kansas State. And Missouri, I did not think they'd cover last week. Uh, they did look a little bit better than I thought, but I still like K-State here. I think they're a very undervalued team in the Big 12 and just a great program overall. Do you like Kansas State to cover? Yes. Or to, okay. I think I think that's too many points for an SEC team. I'll mm-hmm. take Missouri plus eight. I don't love it. I got okay. – I, I like the over. I don't like the line at all. I like the over. 57. Is, you, Missouri was able to score. Yeah. Kansas State was able to score. I like the over. Thomas? I like Missouri to cover. Um, I think Kansas State has a lot of, you know, pieces, and their quarterback gets a lot of buzz for being a transfer, but he wasn't really good at Nebraska, so I don't really think that's going to have to say much about it. I, I think Kansas State probably wins Missouri covers. Did you say if you think who's gonna who's gonna cover Creighton? Uh, if I had to say, I'd probably say Kansas State, but I I don't really like the line at all. Uh, yeah, he's more of a he's more fan of the over. Yeah, I like the over. All righty, next game we have um, an SEC matchup. South Carolina gets eight and a half points at Arkansas over under is set at 53. Um, South Carolina had a bit of a scare for a little bit in their homeowner, but opener, but found a way to win eight and a half points is a lot of points uh, for an SEC school, but you know, Arkansas is number 16 team in the country. I've gone back and forth on this one, but I, I think Arkansas covers the eight and a half. Will. Uh, I'm this line is exactly where I think the game's going to be. Um, I think South Carolina is going to cover. Um, I do like Arkansas to win, but especially with the injuries, as Addison mentioned, I just don't know about that first off. But um, Arkansas just I don't know if they have the ability to blow these teams out like that. I feel I. That's another team who I think is overrated, like ranked too high. Um, I don't know. I, they don't have much of a defensive line. They uh, they were blitzing a lot against Cincinnati. Um, so, I lean South Carolina. Well, I think Arkansas plays too slow um, to cover by a lot to blow teams out. I agree with you. I don't think they are going to blow many teams out. I think they're going to run the ball too much and keep and uh, just slow the game down, and that's going to allow South Carolina to cover. 
And I think that you're facing a semi-proven quarterback this week, a better passer. I think South Carolina picked up a few targets at wide receiver. Um, I think South Carolina is better on the perimeter and at quarterback than Cincinnati. I think South Carolina will, will cover this game. Yeah, I think South Carolina covers too. I, uh, I, I'm still not bought in on KJ Jefferson. I think he's good, obviously, but I don't think he's like, I don't think Arkansas is going to be some team that's just going to score a bunch of points on everyone. I think they're going to have to control the clock, control the clock and stuff. And I think that South Carolina can play well with that tempo. So I think, I think this will be a pretty good game. I think it'll probably be like a touchdown game. Yeah. I think Arkansas is going to win, but I think it'll be a pretty good game. Ty says Kansas state's going to cover by the way. I'm just not checking the comments. Who said that? Ty. He's also pumped that you're here, Creighton. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. <laughs> Wake Forest is a 13-point road favorite at Vanderbilt, also at 11 a.m. Over under 66. Vanderbilt's averaging like 50 points on offense a game. They did play an FCS school in Hawaii, so. Don't hate you're right. You know, with Vandy, they're the ones you just have to encourage. They're you got to be nice. You can't you can't judge them like everybody else. So you know what, Vanderbilt football's two and zero, and they're averaging fifty points a game. I, I like the over. I'll say it. I do too. Sixty <laughs> six is a big number. Well, here's, yeah, here's but the like <coughs> they're not stopping Wake Forest, and they're not stopping Wake Forest. Wake Forest isn't Wake... stopping them either. Well, I mean, they will stop them enough to. I think that Wake Forest will also cover, but. I think that like Wake Forest is going to score fifty and Vandy will score twenty. And that'll cook, and that'll hit the over. That's too many. That's too many points in a Vanderbilt game when they're not playing Alabama or Georgia. For me to take the over, I like the over. Sam Hartman is officially medically cleared and is expected to start for the first game back. So before we were taping, Will, you said an interesting fact about the line here. So I'll kind of let you say that. Well, I mean, I just saw that uh, I think they opened as like a six-point favorite and it moved six and a half, seven points with just Hartman being announced that he's coming back. So that that's the one thing that scares me with a team like Wake Forest is they are so just dependent on one player. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we don't know. He's been, he's missed a bunch of practice. Um, so that kind of – that makes me hesitant, but – I think I'm going to lean with Vandy to cover, but the Wake Forest wins outright. That's what I think. You think think Vandy's going to cover? I do. I think Vandy's going to cover, yeah. Mainly because I don't know how adjusted Hartman's going to be. Um, It's his first game back, and 13 points is a lot of points. I know it's Vanderbilt. Um, And Vanderbilt, when we talk about SEC schools, they're kind of the exception. But I still kind of think that Vanderbilt finds a way to cover and uh, Wake Forest wins outright. I think it'll be interesting. This will probably be the first Vandy game in years where there's more Vandy fans. Vandy home game where there's more <laughs> Vandy fans. than Wake Forest only has like 3,000 people that go to school there or something. It's tiny. But, yeah, I mean, Wake Forest is still a real school. Vandy's been playing like Jackson Prep or something. <laughs> Jackson Pratt would beat Hawaii. <laughs> Maybe in the glory days. I don't know about now. 
Look, I think I Ricky think, Black ain't there no longer. <laughs> well, Do you I know don't who? know. I don't know. Vanderbilt hadn't played anyone. I mean, they gave up like 30 points to Elon. Um surely Wake Forest beats them by two touchdowns. I don't know. App State coming off the big win against North Carolina. I mean, excuse me. The, Whoa, the damaging, easy, the damaging easy. loss against North Carolina, the big game. <laughs> big game, not big win, big loss. Is an 18 and a half dog at number six, Texas AM. Over under mm-hmm. is 52 and a half. Name one. Great. Why don't you lead us off this week? I, I'll lead us off. I uh I like App State to cover. I don't think and I don't believe in AM at all. People started thinking they were good because they have a bunch of 18-year-olds on their team who are just going to transfer out of there anyway. Um, yeah, I don't think – I don't – I don't. I mean, I think A&M is going to win this game. But I, do, I think they'll probably win by, like, two touchdowns. I don't – I think their defense is really good. Their offense is abysmal. Um, Sam Houston State is a really – they're not as good as they used to be in the FCS. They, they weren't very good, and – AM didn't look good. App State, I thought, looked great against North Carolina, who I still think – who I think is, like, one of the best teams in the ACC. Um, yeah, I think they – I think AM probably wins. It'll seem like they win handily, but I think it'll probably only be by, like, 14 to 17 points. I tell you, I think that – I think the over-under is too low. I think this game will go over. I don't – I like that. I think AM will have to score points this week. I agree. Well, I don't think they, the under. Because I think App State, I think App State's going to score a few. So I think AM will have to score. Open up the wall. I think they're gonna I agree. I think they're gonna have to, and I don't think they're gonna score enough to cover nineteen or eighteen. What would y'all I had at nineteen? But you had eighteen and a half. It's eighteen and a half. Yeah. yeah. I, either way, I don't think they're gonna score enough to cover that. Um Something that was weird on Saturday Tech's name. It seems like usually, uh, God, I just went blank. What's the coach's name? For Jimbo him, Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. It seems like usually his offenses are more consistent and don't rely on the explosive play as much. Texas A&M relied on the explosive play on Saturday against Sam Houston State. They were not very consistent on offense. Fair point. App State might be my underdog of the week. I'm talking myself into it. You see, here's your, my logic behind your it. Your money line underdog of the week, or just money line underdog of the week, App State. Mm. I'll ride hurts. that with you, that Addison. Irks me. That hurts I have a me. different one. I have a different one, but that's my, that's my number two. I think right now. I might oh, ride that. That irks me. I like that. That irks me. I like A and M um, to win outright, but I I agree with y'all. I think eighteen and a half points is a lot of points. Um, App State's coming off an emotional loss. They'll be hungry. They'll be ready. And AM's offense since Jimbo's gotten there, really since Johnny Manziel has never really, you know, impressed me. So it's always just kind of been meh. Well, I guess I'm the only one, but a- I think AM's going to cover. Um, I feel like a lot of us are overvaluing that UNC performance and forgetting that UNC is a very bad football team. They went six and six in the ACC last year, they're terrible defensively. While AM's offense is very bleh, that defense is still loaded with talent. And sometimes it just really comes down to players. And yeah, you yeah there are a bunch point. of 18-year-old kids, but I would take that 18-year-old five-star <laughs> over that two-star from middle of nowhere, North Carolina. So this is gonna be I don't like the over in this game, 
Um, I think a I think A and M wins a very low scoring. I think I, I don't think App State's going to score at all. Let's put it that way. Um, I'm not saying a shutout, obviously, but they're going to be. Low. That's what you just said. You just said they're not going to score at all. I meant to say a lot, but whatever. A lot. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I just think it's going to be like twenty-four to ten. You see, I was thinking. I'm thinking something like thirty-one to six or thirty-one to ten. Oh, I, I don't know. App State obviously has a very bad defense, though. Also, yeah. yeah but I mean, and I don't know. Whatever. So, how can we just imagine how great it would be if Appalachian State actually won this game? How fun! Like I would just that would just make me so happy. Yeah, well, I think plus. I think Will would be happy too because Michigan would get less attention about it. So I mean, it's I'm just no. Will would that. be sad about it because then everyone would just be like, "Oh, remember when Abse beat Michigan too?" <laughs> I, I see it every September first. I don't need to be reminded. The uh, I would like it if Abse won because then we would just be able to finally we would expedite the process of us realizing that A and M is not as good as everyone thinks, which happens every single year, sure. but. It'd be nice mm-hmm. if we could just get that over with week two. Just rip that Band-Aid off. Yeah. Another team that's starting to get a lot of publicity, not quite as much in recruiting as Texas A&M, but still a lot is Tennessee. They get six and a half points uh, as a favorite at Pittsburgh. The over-under is set at 66 on the dot. Um, Creighton, what are you thinking? What What was the spread you had, six and a half? Six and a half. Yeah, I don't think it matters. This is my money line underdog. I think Pitt's going to win. I think Pitt's oh, good. Really? I think they're just I, – I think they're fine. Like, Kenny Pickett's going to be a little bit of a drop-off losing him and that receiver, but I think, like, they played that well in their conference because of more than that. I think tennis – I don't believe in Tennessee. I think Pitt's a tough place to play. Uh, I think Pitt's going to win the game. They're my my uh, money line underdog. So, I, I think they're going to cover, too. That's Oh, GD. I hate it. I hate this game. I hate this game. I would lean Pitt to cover. I might buy a half point and bet Pitt plus seven. I think Tennessee will win. I think this over-under is tricky. I think that Vegas wants you to bet the over. Yeah, if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick the under on this. But I think I'd I think I'd actually pick the under also. But I'm probably gonna stay away from the total. Yeah. I think Tennessee is a lot of points. You think Tennessee loses too? No, I think Tennessee blows them out. Tennessee's, I mean. I think Tennessee I, covers. Also, I know that the over is a lot, but Tennessee's defense is not really ideal. Um, if I had to, I think I'd take the over there, honestly. But I'm I'm going to ride with Tennessee minus six and a half. Well, but I don't, I don't disagree with anything it. you're saying, um, Creighton. Like Pittsburgh is a good team, and I think a lot of people are thinking they're overrated because of how much they lost. But I mean, they're a good team. They got a transfer quarterback out of USC who's pretty decent, and they they beat a decent West Virginia team. Yeah, Slovis is good. I think West Virginia is better than. I mean, West Virginia probably should have won the game, but I think West Virginia is better than a. Uh, People think, and I think Slovis is really – like, I don't think Slovis is that yeah. much of a downgrade from Kenny Pickett. 
to be honest. I'm not like I, I never liked Kenny Pickett that much. I agree. I didn't think he was that good. He has small hands. We all know what that means. <laughs> small small gloves. gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. So Addison, did you say Tennessee covers or what was your <sighs> you gotta make a call? I'll take Tennessee to cover. But you don't want to. At this half, six and a half, like. I'll take Tennessee. I think Tennessee will win by a touchdown. I think Pitt wins by like two or three. I think it's going to be the best game of the day. That or one it's the later. It's game, but, so CBS yeah. is hoping it's the best game of the day. Well, I think it's on ABC. Oh, yeah. it is? Okay. <laughs> I don't think Shoot. CBS is – they usually don't start their coverage until like week three or four. Um, kind of another sneaky good game. Uh, Houston barely survived UTSA. Um, now they have to travel across the state and go to Lubbock. Um, I had a hard time with this one myself. Um, first of all, you have this line wrong. Houston's a three point underdog. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. No, they are three point underdog at Texas Tech. I wrote down all my own lines, and that's what. I already fixed it. Well, I still am going to keep my same pick. Um, I think Houston wins. The wins the game. Wins and covers. Well, I mean, I guess if they won, that means yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. I like uh, I like Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech is a tough place to play. Um. I think Houston is overrated. Um, I think we were close to seeing that last week, but mm-hmm. we didn't. But, yeah, I like Texas Tech. So, I'm going to give you all Houston as my pick as a road underdog. Uh, also, I mean, underdog of the week could be easily. Um, Texas Tech's getting 69% of the bets and 51% of the money. I'll fade the public mm. on that. I love that. Also – the pl- the pro line for this is Houston minus two, um, so Houston as a plus three underdog is an A plus graded bet. I like Houston a lot. Um, I no, think Texas none of those Tech, people sound smarter than me, so I'm still going to take fair. Texas Tech. I like Texas Tech a lot. Not uh, no, I like Houston a lot. Primarily, I just think there's more continuity there. I think Texas Tech has a good future. They they've hired a great staff. But it's still just year one. Um, I, isn't it year one, right? It's year I two. Tell you yeah. On that is it year staff. two? For who? It's Texas uh, Tech. What's his year name? one? It's, yeah, year it's year one. one. It's year oh, one. Joey McGuire. Yeah. I thought it was that um, last year. Dana Holgerson. Um, yeah. He's a good, he's a decent coach. Uh, also, he admitted to uh, pounding Red Bull vodkas after winning against um, UTSA last week. So, because of that, I'm going to ride Houston. Good pick. All right, Iowa State plus three and a half at, at Iowa. I'm so, so excited about this game. I love the under. What gets yeah, you so excited about this game, stuck. Will? I'm Iowa so football. excited about the under. I'm so Iowa excited football. about this under. Here, here it is again with, like, people. People love comparing doing the whole school better than Big Ten football. And it's like, yes, in terms of quality. But you have to understand, Big Ten football is an art. What Iowa did – in their win Saturday was art. Two safeties 
in a field goal to barely beat South Dakota State? Come on. All right. Iowa I have State, no idea. That's boring, and this game is boring. Boring. Iowa State's going to cover. Let's move on. Can you tell yeah. me the last – I was beaten Iowa State like no, six years in a row. I Iowa will say – Covers by two safeties. Do we, say our, uh, do we say our mortal locks now? Because the under is my mortal lock. <laughs> yeah, you got it. It's gonna be it. it's gonna be like three nothing. I'm hoping for more of a four to three game, but four to three, four to two, maybe. Well, you just said they cover by two safeties. Yeah, my bad. Six to two. Six to two, all safeties. Yeah, safeties. <laughs> all right, UAB six and a half point favorite at Liberty. I like the over in this one. I think it's way too low. What? What is? I got it at 50. fifty. We have it at I think 50. that's way too low. I don't under I don't understand that one, but I th- I like the over. Well, you know, Liberty's quarterback got hurt. So I mean, <laughs> UAB scores a lot. He's in. I think. Wait. <clears throat> I knew Southern Miss's quarterback got hurt. I didn't know Liberty's got hurt. Also, I thought you it know, was Southern Miss's quarterback got hurt because they had to run like the wildcat for like the last like half of the game they had a running frank gore jr played quarterback oh uh, maybe like i would maybe, maybe i switched that i like or, the over i'm still picking uab to cover i'd probably know, pick man. uab but i like the i really don't know six and a half is a lot of points but liberty... i think he freezes i think freezes better at home than he is on the road i like liberty to cover that's kind of how i feel I'll be honest, I don't really know why this was one of the games y'all picked, but I like the over. I had, <laughs> I had to give some credit to the smaller teams. Oh, okay. All uh, right, yeah, I like the over. <laughs> another great game, top 15 matchup, which we – or excuse me, top 20 matchup, which we didn't think it would be last week. Uh, 20 Kentucky plus five at number 12 Florida over under 52 and a half. I th- Kentucky. I like them. I don't – I go back and forth on who's going to win outright, but this game's going to look a lot like that Utah game. It's going to be a mm-hmm. down-to-the-finish type game. I kind of lean Kentucky winning outright because I think we are overvaluing Florida. But um, this is going to be a really fun game. I think I kind of side with Will. Um, Florida, number 12 in the country, yes, beating Utah at home. It's a huge win. Uh, but I think they're just victim of the week one overreactions. I'm not saying Florida isn't a top 25 team. I just think 12 is probably a little too high. Uh, I'm not saying they lose. They could definitely win this game, but they shouldn't be a five-point favorite. Uh, this game has a field goal written all over it to decide the winner. Kentucky. I like Florida. I, uh, you like Florida? I like Florida. Um, today I was listening to some uh, podcasts and I heard – Esteem, our esteemed colleague, I'll say, David Johnson, say Will Levis go. has Will Levis has the it factor. So I think that Will Levis probably stinks. So I'm going to take that. <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> and I I love Anthony Richardson. He's must watch TV when it when it's clicking for him. It's fun football. But all man, joking I just, aside, I think I don't believe in Kentucky. I think Kentucky's overrated. I think Florida's no, probably I overrated. With, too, I, agree with I think that. Kentucky's overrated. Mm-hmm. I think, think Kentucky's going to win seven, eight games. Both can be true. I think we yeah. learned a lot about both teams this week. We will. <laughs> I agree. You said Kentucky, right, Addison? 
I haven't gone yet. All right. Yeah. Florida, Kentucky. Florida. All right. So let's take a note. Will you put next to uh, Addison's that he flipped his phone to decide? So when he says he's right, that, you know, we were idiots and picked Kentucky, we can say you flipped your phone. And that's why you picked Florida. Done. All right. Next game, we have Arizona State uh, as an 11 and a half point underdog versus the number 11 team in the country, Oklahoma State. Um, over under set at 58. Addison Harbor, you want to lead us off? Uh, yeah, this game is boring. I want to go back. I love Kentucky in a six-point teaser this weekend. I don't know who I'm including them with, but I love Kentucky in a six-point teaser. And why did you just say Florida? If you're going to bet Florida phone. minus five and a half, Kentucky you can't put Kentucky plus six. In a, oh, no, in a, oh I get what you're saying. I get what you're Kentucky saying. plus 11. All right, whatever. <laughs> in a teaser. I'm going to have Kentucky plus 11 in a teaser. I think uh, Arizona State, Oklahoma State is going to go over, but I don't care. Oh, Oklahoma State did not look as buttoned up on defense this past weekend. Oh, Arizona State's probably going to cover 11 points. Arizona Ooh. State's in such a mess, though, man. It is, it is bad. What did they there. do last week? What did Arizona State do last week? Uh, oof. Have they even played yet? Yes, they probably, played, they probably played Arizona school for the uh, – They beat Northern Arizona 40-3 to last week. Oh, almost right. <laughs> oh, they have a transfer quarterback from um, – Yeah, they have the – they have the the uh, was it Sam – no, Stephen <clears throat> F. Austin? Or no, he went to Washington State. Cam Ward went to Washington State, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know who mm-hmm. – I have no idea. I like Oklahoma State to cover. I get those mixed up. Arizona. I think there's more continuity there, a lot more. So that's why I'm picking them. I like Mike Gundy. I'll take Oklahoma State. This is one of those games they scheduled like eight years ago, thinking it was going to be a good game. And <laughs> All right. USC minus nine at Stanford over under 67. That's a lot of points for a Stanford game. USC did everything they want with Rice last weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know. USC covers. Shit. I like USC. I do too. That's kind of boring. That's kind of a boring game. Another upset of the day. Stanford's going to beat USC. You're so full of shit. (laughs) No, Lincoln Riley and USC in general have both struggled with more physical teams. So you're telling me they're going to plop Vandy. I mean, not Vandy. Tells you what I think of them still. You're going to play Stanford week two on their schedule and that they're just going to roll right over them. USC typically struggles with Stanford. I'm not, I still think USC wins the Pac 12, but I think they're going to drop one early and then find their way throughout the season. But this is where I think they get got. I don't know. I also have Caleb Williams over two and a half uh, passing touchdowns plus one ten. Okay. Oh, I like it. I like the props. I, I might add that in there. Yeah, I like that a lot. Stanford is not the Stanford they used to be, William. Nope. They're recruiting still relatively well. They had a top 15 class this past year, which is pretty good for their standards. I don't so. think nine points is that crazy. It's not like it's the NFL. Like, nine points is just a touchdown. Like, a touchdown on a field goal is not that ridiculous to me for them to win, win by. Yeah. You think, so you think Stanford covers? 
No, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying I think USC covers pretty. I think they cover fine. That's what I'm but, saying. No, but Will said that like Stanford is going to win outright. Is that what you said? Correct. That's my upset. Yeah, that's thing. insane. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of doing this? It, it's, it's yeah, there's a chance. There's a decent chance I'm going to be wrong, but. You just have to throw one Stephen A. Smith take in there every now and then, or maybe yeah, that's fine. Is that Stephen A. Like I don't yeah, think. I, I mean, I mean I've got a. I've got a. Uh, let's keep going. <laughs> like it's only a nine-point line. It's not like I'm oh, picking oh. Texas to beat Bama. I love this game. I love this game. Yeah, this is the second. This is this and Tennessee Pitt are the two best games. I hope Ole Miss is winning by a hundred points so I can leave to watch this game. Number nine Baylor plus three and a half at twenty-one BYU. All right, well, you're so under. excited about Great. it. Tell us. Uh, I love the under. I think both of these teams, I think Baylor will definitely play good defense. I think BYU will play good enough defense. I think Baylor's going to be great on offense. And I think Baylor, I mean, three and a half points would give me Baylor's defense to cover three and a half points. I like BYU. I think it's, it's a revenge game. BYU's, is, I've said this a lot, but BYU's a tough place to play. Yeah, it is. Their yeah. fans are – it's just weird. Um, it's also – Baylor beat BYU last year. I think it was last year. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of a revenge game, but I think uh, I think BYU is going to cover. Will, you go ahead. I'm looking something up real quick. Yeah, I like uh, – I like BYU. Um, not as high on Baylor this year. Um. Going to Utah, going going to Provo is a tough place to play. Being a nine o'clock game, I just I don't know. I mean, I just lean Utah. I mean, lean, I keep calling them Utah. I lean BYU here. So Baylor is five and one against the spread in their last six games. The under has gone uh, in the, the last six games has gone five times uh, for Baylor. Man. They're also six and zero straight up in their last six games, but I don't know. I I kind of like I kind of like BYU here. I think I'm going to go BYU minus three as well. I think it's a hard place to play. Three and a half. It's going to go a little crazy. It's going to be fun. Three and a half. Okay, three and a half is fine. I like Baylor to cover, and I like I love the under. I'm going to take the under. I'm not going to take BYU minus three and a half, but I'm going to take the under. All right. Up next, uh, an in-state team for us, the Mistake Puppy Dogs, plus eleven at Arizona Wildcats. That yeah, this line's wrong too. States it states minus. Yeah, minus eleven. States minus eleven. I knew that. Yeah. <clears throat> State is minus eleven on the road at Arizona. Yeah. Over, and a game that kicks off at I 10 love p.m. The over. Arizona scored forty points this past weekend. I love this over. Arizona beat. What was supposed to be a good San Diego State team. They lost a lot. San Diego State won 12 games last year, but they lost a lot this season. I know, but people thought they were going to still be pretty good. Yeah. They didn't just beat San Diego State. They won by 18 points. I like Arizona to cover. I do too. I'm tempted to bet the money line, but I'm probably not going to. The spread's already moved up three points or three and a half points. Man. State opened up eight. Getting a bunch of hicks from Starkville, Mississippi to go all the way to Tucson to play at 10 p.m. their time. Yeah, it just it gives me Cal vibes from a few years ago. 
I think State wins, but uh, Arizona did impress me with their – they kind of handled San Diego State. Um, Are they in year three of their new coach? Year two. Two? They went yeah. one and 11 last year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I hate myself right now because I think Arizona covers also because this is a typical Mike Leach. We shit the bed <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. On the road, late at night, they don't get up for it. Oh, and I already placed a bet on state to cover. And Just and Mike, Mike Leach is gonna Mike Leach is his post game press conference is gonna be great. I, I you know what? I'm gonna see what their odds are, but I kind of want to add it money line. I think Arizona might win. Oh. I could see it. I hate that also. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say spread. So well, we're all Arizona State covering? Arizona. Arizona. Gosh. Wildcats. Yeah, give yeah. me Arizona. I think they do this. Alrighty. I got uh, – I have a few other games that yeah, went through on here. Uh, UTSA minus two and a half at Army. I think that's going to be a really good game, and I think UTSA's – also pretty good, so I think they'll cover that. And then this one is also kind of one of my locks. West Virginia minus 13 and a half versus Kansas. West Virginia's oh, going to be playing. That. I have that. I like that a lot. West like Virginia's going to be playing I'm really angry, and Kansas sucks. So, and West Virginia's not bad, and they lost, like, in the worst way possible last week. So, I think they're going to destroy Kansas. Yeah, I already bet West Virginia minus 13 and a half. I think they're going to, you know, hungry dog eats. West Virginia's going to win for sure and cover big. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do our locks. Do you have any more? No, no, that was it. I was going to do my locks, but let's say it. All right, let's do our locks of the week. Uh, Creighton, you're the guest. Go ahead. Do you get, do do you you get, do you just get one? No, you can do as many as you want. You can do as many as you want. Bama minus 20 and then the Iowa State, Iowa under. Yeah. Those are my locks. I don't really have much else. I mean, it's Iowa, Iowa State. I mean, the under speed. I, they they could have put the under at 16 and a half, and I think I still would have taken the under. And then Bama's the best team in the country. They're not going to – like, I don't I don't think anyone's really going to even come close to beating them all year. It's definitely not going to be Texas. So, I like them. Yeah, I like it. Uh Addison? Uh, I got UCF plus five and a half for a lock. That's also my lock. It's also minus five and a half. It's also my, yeah, it's minus five and a half. What did I say? Plus. Plus. Oh, I guess because I saw the plus. I'd take UCF plus five and a half as my lock as well. That (laughs) That would be pretty awesome. If that was an option. UCF minus minus five and a half is my lock of the week. What was your Plumlee prop? That might be just to one rush for touchdown. one rushing touchdown plus one ten on DraftKings. Total, I think that could be a push. Is there a total? No, it's 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 over one half. It's over zero point five rushing touchdowns. Oh, it's over point five. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I plus like one ten. I like that. Is there a total offense prop for Plumlee this weekend? Y'all talk. I'll find it. Will, okay. who's your Will, lock? While he's while he's talking, what's your lock? Bama minus twenty. And Oklahoma State minus eleven. Wow! Wow! Not, I, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State minus eleven. Arizona State's <laughs> in a mess, and I don't. I I think they win by 
three touchdowns. I'll be honest. When I was looking at that game, I forgot Oklahoma State was good. That's how <laughs> little I. So I just picked the over because I didn't know. <laughs> I like the over in that game. That could be a I mean, small walk. Last week they won fifty-eight to forty-four. So last week I hated over/unders. I like some over/unders this week. I might yeah. I didn't post a single over/under bet, but I might do it this weekend. I don't have do a it. total offense for Plumley. His passing yards. Over under is set at two forty two and a half, which over. I don't like at all. Over and then I his rushing yards is set at forty eight and a half. Over that's minus one thirty. So you'd probably, I wouldn't take it. I'm not going to take a minus one thirty prop. Buy some, buy some yards. I think Louisville is. Re- I do think Louisville's really bad, but yeah. plus, but UCF's not that good either. Let's be honest. We doing money line underdogs. Yep. Oh, money line underdog, yes. Creighton, you have a money line underdog? Yeah, I got Pitt. I might also add – there's a chance, depending on how Saturday goes, especially since it's at 10 p.m., if I've, if I've lost a lot, there's a good chance I try and chase Arizona money line at the end of the day, end of the night. There we go. Will? We didn't pick this game, but I really like Boston College. Um, there are three points at West I was uh, looking at, at that. Virginia Tech. I like it. I was it. looking at that. I was really considering that one, too. Ooh, I do like that. All right, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit because I picked Florida to cover in our picks. I'm taking Kentucky plus five as my money line underdog. I you thought about that odds. one, too. You can get great odds in a parlay on that. I like, I like the value of it. All right, so just so we don't use Kentucky twice, I'm going to do Houston plus three and a half. I love that one. So Houston money line. I love that. Because I was going to do Kentucky, but I also love Houston. So, And then what was Cole? Did Cole do one? No, we're using Creighton. No, Cole says USC beats Arky. So. Oh. I don't hate I don't hate that either. So we have five? And I'm probably going to yeah. take all of those, to be honest. Are we get, Should we do a parlay of our, our five? That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what, what we're do. doing. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So you have South awesome. Carolina – Houston. I got it right here. Kentucky, Kentucky, Houston, South Carolina, BC, and Pitt. Boston it's on the bottom. I, I'll send it to y'all. Oh, you know what? Did you get odds on that? Should we throw in Stanford? No. Oh, we can do it. We can do it right now, though. I'll, I'll Addison, do it right you want to do it? On, All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um. What were they? What were they again? All right, Kentucky. Sorry, I have like every. You're good. Just tell me when you're ready, and I'll read one by one. Okay, Kentucky. Houston. Houston. South Carolina. All all money line. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Okay. Houston, South Carolina. Boston College. I see Boston College. I haven't found South Carolina yet. And then mine was Pitt, which I also don't see on here. Um, All right. Sorry, this take. Oh, wait. You're fine. I know I did what I did wrong. All right. All right, the odds are 14,826. And then wait, oh, what's that on? Uh, it is on Action Network. 
So yeah, if you were on, to bet on, if you were to bet, go ten dollars, ten dollars would win one hundred and forty-eight. No, excuse me, ten dollars right right thousand four hundred. That sounds right. On DraftKings, it's uh, plus. 15622 15622 Yeah. So a nice $10 bet would get you $1572. Yeah. That'd be a good day. Awesome. So, well, crazy. So you're getting you're getting, you know, from $10 you're getting more <coughs> from $1400 to $1500. If those hit. That'd be nice. Yeah, I wouldn't complain. I, I'd allow it. My bookie might block me and delete my account. <laughs> Exactly. Creighton, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have you on again soon. You are amazing. We loved your, your prop bets and the over the under. Uh, awesome. Thanks so much for joining, man. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to come back and talk. Uh, if, if y'all ever need uh, someone to talk uh, cricket gambling, the, uh, the nice. international cricket uh, tournament is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm looking at. Well, Sri Lanka has got a really good team. Good deal. We'll have you on when uh, Michigan State plays Michigan as well. Forward. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I cannot wait for that game. What do you think of my shirt? It's cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I'll see you. Will, you want to close this out? See you, man. Oh, sorry. I'll, no, I'll wait. Until no, I closed that last time. I think it's your turn. No, Will, it, no, Will, this is your thing. You close this out now. Wait, no. actually, yeah, I got to go. I'll see y'all uh, – Whenever y'all have me back, or I'll probably see y'all in Austin. All right, bye. You will. Thank y'all for listening. Goodbye. (laughs) Is that it, Will?